Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable cars and coffee. Hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Great show for you today, guys. Uh, Johnny and I are here on a Sunday in Malibu. Zuckerman's uh, away at a wedding. Mm-hmm. He's at a way a wedding. Is that what he's doing? I mean, his wedding, someone's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing something, I'm sure, legal, but he said, yeah, I got to go to a wedding. <laughs> Don't ask me any questions past that. Don't ask where. Um, it's nice to be with you all. We're excited to be here. Um, I love Joe Cocker. I really love Joe Cocker, and, and you and I were just talking about this. Look at this album cover. Joe I mean, Cocker, Mad Dogs and Englishmen, right? I, so I, I, Yeah, I just like how the, that got set up, and someone lo- a lot of people looked at it and said, yeah, that's going <laughs> to sell it to the this kids. This is Joe Cocker in uh, red, white, and blue font underneath it, Mad Dogs and Englishmen, and then some sort of like technicolor like bedroom mirror, and he's in the middle of it with poodle hair, is what it looks like, <laughs> and a bicep, and, you know, some fashionable Gap jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the deluxe edition. I, you know, I was telling you that earlier that my, you know, I, I didn't have albums. I didn't know any music. Like, when I uh, was introduced to music, it was all my dad's music collection, sure, yeah. all of his vinyl. And, and there was just this pile of it and this giant stereophonic phono box, you know, that was a piece of furniture, very oh, big. Oh, that, wow, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. lifted up the top, and when, the, you know, your brother would slam it down to your fingers and you'd break your fingers <laughs> on it. And, uh, you know, I was just fascinated by these albums. This was one of them. You know, there were lots, of, there was lots of jazz in his collection, but when I saw this album, I, I just, I, I put it on, and I went, all right, my, you know, my parents, they're not teaching me much about life here. I'm ready for something new. And I, I would play this album looking for the meaning of life. I would play uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band going, where, where do I go from here? Yeah. I would play this, 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 the Santana. Um, I'd listen to some West Montgomery, uh, but it was mostly this rock and roll stuff. There, there was another one too. There's a great. See, I had, I oh, had. Oh, there was a couple. There was Hendrix oh, uh, that's performing good, yeah. live. Oh, that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, that 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 that. Uh, what is the name of that album? Uh, Band of Gypsies. My my, my dad was into um, Chopin and <laughs> and show tunes, anything with show in it. And uh, he hello, had, Frisco, yeah. Johnny, how you doing? Uh, we he just had classic and and show tunes on vinyl. He had one reel to reel, and it, it it was labeled Acid Jazz, and it had like Hendrix and Zeppelin, and I would play that because it was the only thing like, you know, that was sort of new. It was twenty years out of date, but. Um, but yeah, no, he'd be like, Hey, look at this. We got switched on Bach. It's Bach with a synthesizer. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then it was like, Rogers and Hammerstein. I am the captain of the pin. Oh, for, you know, that's what he would sign to me. So I, yeah. I, I, but uh, you, you remember like a world without computers and media and iPhones like that, that cover of Sergeant Peppers, I would just oh. sit for hours oh. and try to decipher Every person, the meaning, why they were collected there, and what the overall message for me from the Beatles was. Right. right? I did that you know for I mean? a bit, and then I realized there's no message. <laughs> <laughs> they just threw it together. Somebody threw it together See, for See, I them. didn't, uh, I wasn't smart enough to uh, know that. I, I interpreted messages, and then I acted on them. So and- did Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hendrix in particular, oh, and that God. band of gypsies at the Fillmore East, I think that's where that concert was, that led me right into guitar playing. That informed my style of guitar. I dressed like Hendrix, and I started turning up my my amps too loud and feet making feedback, and, and that's really the, the type of guitarist I was in high school. And in the folk group in the Catholic Church on Sundays. <laughs> I did two shows. I called them shows. I did two Sunday shows with them with my Lark acoustic. Oh, and then great. that third week, without telling any of them, I loaded in the amps. Spike <laughs> goes electric. And I brought my fake Stratocaster. No, I think I was playing a Kramer at the time. And when the, the, the priest said, whatever he said, and now the, 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 suddenly you heard, and we did a I got one song off <laughs> with Hendrix and a folk group it was awesome and uh, before the mass was over the the, uh, uh, the uh, altar boy came up and said hey, that priest don't, don't do that again you gotta turn the guitar off you gotta, you gotta turn that off but imagine that one brief shining moment of Hendrix guitar in St. Anne's Cathedral on a Sunday hey, man. the first legit exciting moment in all of those years of church I had to endure. <laughs> and I wasn't doing it to be mean or a dick. I was just like, this is going to bring this church right into right. 1976, baby. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Spike's Car Radio, sponsored this week by Raycon, collecting cars and Harry's. Let's get, uh, let's get into the biggest story of the week, the Malibu uh, car mm. show piece in the LA Times. Um, Front page of the LA Times. Front page, you're Front right. Page. You know, not long ago they reached out and asked us to participate, and everyone did, from the mayor of Malibu to us to uh, Mr. Seinfeld, Mr. Leno, um, and and the piece. You know, the first thing, the funny thing I would tell you, I didn't know where to get a newspaper. I, I, what I, I forgot <laughs> that I get these Google alerts if my main name is mentioned. That's how I hear about stuff. Right, right, right. And so it's like, God, how do I get a newspaper? No, I asked Erica. She's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where to get newspapers. <laughs> you know, and then she, you know, they closed the newsstand down at the Whole Foods. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, don't need a speech. Um, <laughs> so I started, I was, I was working phones like a producer. Do you sell newspapers? We do not, sir. They're hanging up. And I, fi- I finally found one and it looked like a, uh, a badly mimeographed 
piece of paper. You know, oh, really you're thin. newspaper quality has gone down. Is yeah, what you're yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. It used to be, you know, it had so much ink on it, your hands would get black, and it had oh, it's great. This was, I don't know what this was, like a faded photograph in a store window. Um, but yeah, Change you're the right. Toner, yeah. We were on the front page, and it's pretty uh, good. You know, what did you think? I mean, you they didn't talk to you, did they? No, 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 no. Well, so, that, okay, that's funny you say that. But, so, but 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 you saw this with fresh eyes and you read it. How did how did it come off? So so I, I read it and you know, it was exciting because it's like, hey, you know, it's it's a car show I've been to and it's you know, it's you and Farrah and Zuckerman and Leno and Jerry and I know all these people and Bill and I'm such an egomaniac. I'm going through the article. And I'm like, oh, they didn't mention me. <laughs> I had nothing to do with the story. But I'm like, they they said Zuckerman's the other cast member. I'm like, mm. uh. and then I kind of, you know, they they did they really did the the both sides ism without reaching a conclusion. They didn't say and Spike is right or and the mayor is right. They just kind of presented both sides. And I'm like, I'm so glad I wasn't mentioned. I don't want to be because the mayor's making it sound as if there really is people doing burnouts in you know in the parking lot. Right, right. I, I want to go through all that because very quickly the story echoed across. It went to the Daily Mail. It went to the big newspaper in Ireland. It was on Jalopnik. <laughs> it was on all the sites. Right, it, of course. It spun a little out of control. It did arrive at a conclusion, though. There was a conclusion. Everyone has a different opinion about what's wrong, but all can agree on one thing. The Lamborghinis are ruining it for everybody. That was one conclusion that, that we all line. agreed yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It was? Well, I'll, I'll get to, we'll get to that, but yeah. And the second piece was uh, what's what they're doing right now is a disaster, right? It's a failure. I'm sorry is the word they use. It's right, a failure. Right, right, right. Right, right. Um, well, so the, just so so everyone listening knows, so I, I go, you know, I've been a handful of times. I'm not a regular because for me it's a schlep out there. <laughs> where I live. Um, but I remember when it was really getting big, like right in the middle of the pandemic, I remember I was sitting there and I was, uh, I think we were, it was all of us were sitting at a table. It was like me, you, um, Jerry was there, Paul, so next to Paul, we're having breakfast and like three Aventadors pull in. It's, it's a great mellow show. Nothing, nothing bad happens. People just walk around with coffee and look at cars, right? Three Aventadors pull in. The guys put it in neutral and just start revving these V12s. And I remember I turned to Farah. I think I'm like, that's the end of this. I'm like, that these guys are going to get this show shut down. Um, yeah, but then Leno, <clears throat> I've been there when Leno and I and people go over and go, stop that. Yeah, oh stop. no, we we did that. I remember you and I that one time yeah, we yelled yeah. at the guy with the center. We're like, don't park there. And he's like, what? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you're, you're, it's illegal to park there. It's a, it's a <clears throat> fire I, I thing. do want to get you know. And there were some people going, hey, you guys, you know, you're being disrespectful to the store owners. And and it's like, well. We used to just come here. Bill was the first to open up in the Malibu Country Mart. That I mean, like, he was open at 6.30, 7 a.m. Right. And we used to come and hang out before all the stores opened up at 10 and mostly at 11 a.m. And by the right? way, you, you and me, Jerry started doing this, like, two decades ago, right? I mean, yeah, this is we an were old just, thing. we would just do this because we liked to get coffee and we liked Bill. And we were just going like anybody would go, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee and chat. But my point was that... You know, we, me personally, <clears throat> I'm only going to speak for myself. <clears throat> I use, I shop at these stores all the time. And, and, and when all of these people started showing up after the pandemic on their own, it was always an empty lot with stores that aren't open, except for a place called uh, Marmalade, Marmalade. Um, which you'll hear this woman in her TV interview, <laughs> <laughs> who was like, yeah, no, these guys really cranked our business. We had not stopped. Bill's business on Sunday exploded all before the Country Mart lot opened at 10 and or 11. Then 
what happened was uh, they uh, people got upset and there was uh, pressure put on them by the the mayor, this guy, the mayor. And <laughs> now everybody's kept out till 10. Everybody still comes because we all like to get together, have coffee, go to these restaurants and shop. Oliver Peoples, uh, Marine Lair, all the great stores that we like. And that's where this problem for the shop owners started. Not us, not car people, not people. It was the landlords putting up the barriers on the orders of this mayor who delayed this thing from happening. Anyway, the da- here's where it starts to spin out of control, and it's not all that accurate. <laughs> Daily Mail headline, okay? Yeah, small little paper in England. Yeah, yeah in England that everybody yeah. reads because yeah. the, the cool pictures in the column that go down, all those little TMZ pictures. Jay Leno, Jerry Seinfeld, and car enthusiast friends are at war... With landlords after being banned from a parking lot where they show off their vintage rides. Okay. Let me just I, I go over the imagery. Like, imagine like Jay and Jerry with like guns <laughs> yeah, stalk, it shows them, stalking through the parking no, lot. There's a picture of them and comedians in cars getting coffee just smiling like this. Okay. <laughs> Let's just touch upon some of the inaccuracies. Jerry Seinfeld has been there once <laughs> since the pandemic started. Yeah. And here's what he said. Huh. This is great. Yeah, a lot of people showed up. This is wonderful. And then he, he never came again because it's he too said, crowded. Uh, and this is what he said the night before. Hey, what time do you want to go tomorrow? And I go, oh, 10. They open everything up at 10. He goes, great. Okay, I'll see you there. We'll get breakfast. <laughs> there's, no, there's no war. He was never notified. He was never banned. Nobody's banned. There's no war. <laughs> These are just people going to a diner and sitting down. It's, it's weird. That's one thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Leno, it's the same thing. Like he's, he's like, oh, what time are they opening up tomorrow? And I go ten. He goes, oh great, I can sleep in. That's perfect. Okay, see you there. He goes, you know what? I, and then he 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 says, and very sincerely, you know what I love about going for coffee there is I get to meet all walks of life. It's so different than the rich white guy events. And he didn't use that phrase, rich white guy, but that's right. what he's saying. These rich guy events. Uh, it's not Pebble Beach. It's not Pebble Beach. It's not there. There are a few shows up in Malibu where you have to buy your spot to park your car and show it off for a hundred bucks. He goes, "This is just anybody showing up in custom built Miatas, and they're you know a bunch of female builders. There's lots of diversity. There, you know, a lot of American. There's just a lot of good stuff, and and people are so excited. Shoppers, everybody is so excited. Can you imagine if you were uh, the owner of the Mall of America?" What you would have to pay uh, Jerry Seinfeld or Jay Leno to show up to make an appearance. Right, right. right? Oh. <laughs> right. What would it cost you? Yeah. Six figures. Six, six figures. Six, seven figures. Eight. No, no. We're talking like it would be $5 million and I'll, and I'll come down there for an hour. An hour. And I'm right. leave early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. no, it, it's true. It's Let easy. me play you, and okay. this will be fun to comment on. Let me play you the... Uh, and thanks to our pod track eight, I can do this. The KTLA piece, right? That's and this, the local so, news. The local news. Yeah. So Bill, Bill, uh, you know, I was working Monday, but I got a text from Bill. He said, "Hey, uh, KTLA wants to talk to you." And I'm like, "About what?" They go, the, "About the story." And I go, "Oh, the story. It's a story now." I go, uh, uh, "Okay, just tell her to text me. I'm busy. I don't think I can do it." <clears throat> this this uh, reporter was down there doing a live spot. Had to be done. This is also about, you know, forget about newspapers are over. Local news local is news over. Is so, it's been over for a long time. Right. If I, can, if I can do the spot from Malibu, it will have impact. But um, let me play it for you because I think you'll, you'll, you'll hear that it's funny. Hi, 
are these pop-up car events a problem? Well, it depends on who you ask. The city's mayor says they've grown during the pandemic and now they've taken a life of their own. Okay, first of all, pop, what is a pop-up car show? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> what, is, what is she talking about? I mean, you know, it's just it's 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 funny because cars and coffee has been going on for what fifteen years, the right. idea, right? And it's just you show up, and and, and it's it, that's the best point. Is it's all before anything happens on a Sunday. Some people go to church. People with cars right. go. You gather. You drink a cup of coffee. You're there for an hour, ninety minutes, and you leave. It's just gone. I don't know what she's talking about. Right. Pop up car show. Let's just keep listening. Right. <laughs> Maybe the rare collector cars or some of the celebrities who drive them. Most likely both attracting... That's Jay Leno backing out in his Honda. ...large crowds to the Malibu Village parking lot on Sundays. Okay. Malibu Village parking. It's the Malibu Country Mart. I work at Marmalade Cafe. It brings a lot of business in. Good people in. Absolutely love it. And I'm a car person, so how can I not? So there you go. There's Marmalade going. This, these people are nice. Everybody's laid back. It's just a bunch of old guys, men and women, chilling out and talking about their cars for an hour. And, right? You know, and if I can add real quick, uh, before it got insanely big, when it was just getting big during the pandemic, my friend Jeff and I were down there, and, like, the line for bills was out the door. And I'm like, let's go to any yeah, other place. Good for business. Well, you know, but let's go to any other place. And like marmalade was like, oh yeah, it'll be 90 minutes to get breakfast. And like the coffee shop was out the door. And know, the Starbucks other one. is yeah. jammed up. Yeah. Uh, uh, you There's know, just and- no way to get it's 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 the businesses are doing that are open are doing great. For years, some well-known friends in fancy cars have been stopping in for fancy cars. Okay, okay they are fancy. I mean, okay, hold on. Coffee at Malibu Kitchen. It brings Jay Leno in here with all the other people. But during the pandemic, more and more people started packing the parking lot. The popularity of these pop-up car events. More pop to pack the packing the parking lot to pop and pack it pop. Uh, that's some uh, that's some spirit right new. As word spread on social media, people were supposed to wear masks and basically try to be safe for everybody. And that wasn't happening, and we got a lot of citizen complaints, and we started also having some really extreme uh, cases of people driving unsafely on PCH. Okay, that's the mayor of Malibu. Two that, points. Ho- hold on. Oh, okay, okay. Did you hear how he said that? I, I can't roll back, but then we started having some really... He's equating... The millions of cars that travel on the Pacific Coast Highway right. and saying, that's these guys. Right. That's the right. 200 yeah. parking spots in that yes. lot are caused. Yes. But, but here's the other thing. That show had more masks outdoors at the height. There was, remember, yes, there was, it like, did. Maskless Tony was the only guy not in a <laughs> yeah, mask. You know, to you be know. fair, to be fair to him, and I've met this guy before. He's, uh, you know, he's an, he's a decent guy. Obviously, Malibu is a tiny little hamlet, it and is. it's, uh, he's not a masterful politician, but, but. He, <clears throat> what he's trying to say is, <clears throat> in the beginning, and myself included, we, we stopped coming there because there were a lot of people outside without masks, and it was concerning to all of us. You know, this is at a time where you just didn't even talk to two or three other people because we didn't know what we were dealing with. So I think, in, <clears throat> to fairness to him, that's what he's saying. But I His, do remember, when, you know, a couple of times I was there, it was really crowded. Like, everybody was in masks. I mean, you know, the ski mask yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was everyone no, was I know. in masks. Yeah. I don't think he's really addressing that. Right, but, right. but what I didn't like about what this guy is saying is the the, you know, 
<clears throat> for those of, those of you who don't li- like live in L.A., just know a lot of people take their cars out to the canyons in Malibu that don't come to this show. There's a, People are driving uh, in Malibu and all surroundings all the time. Since the beginning of the yeah, car. That, yeah. And what he's saying is those same people are Jay Leno, Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> and all those guys over there. It's not true. Let's right, keep right, listening. Right, 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 right. Malibu Mayor Paul Grisanti says the city instructed the sheriff's department to ticket and impound those breaking the law. Okay, now that is the first piece of information I did not have because when the sheriff leaned on us, uh, he didn't say who was doing it, and he, you know, got a little mushmouth right, when we right. kind of pushed him on it. But now we know it was this this guy. For some businesses, the parking gridlock was the main problem. People avoid coming here on the weekends to do their to do their shopping and errands because there's just no place to park. But I would like to see the parking uh, yeah. controlled. The mayor said. Okay, but what does that have to do with the car show? He's right. Saturdays are a disaster. You can't yeah. you can't go there and shop. But that we're not there Saturdays, and right, it, and it right. would be great. And and uh, you know, I think that's what Matt Farah might have been talking about. Is on Saturdays in the summer when it's the height of tourist season, there are quite a few people that use that lot as a as a parking lot for the beach right. illegally, yeah, and then yeah, go yeah. across the street. And it, he's right. That guy. He runs an optometry shop, or it just might be, you know, people aren't buying opto- optometry stuff. Right yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep listening. Right, yeah, the yeah, property's yeah. landlord put up barricades to help control the parking situation, but some say that's actually not helping. And the problem is, is what they do is they block it off in the morning early. The car people wait. They come in at 10 o'clock when they move the barricades. That's when it gets crowded. The mayor says they'll continue strict enforcement listen. in the area. Okay, listen to this. This is the this is the mayor. Listen to how he, uh, what he says right now. This is really funny. The message is, if you come to Malibu and you drive like an idiot, <laughs> and we catch you, we're going to impound your car. <laughs> if you come to Malibu and you drive like an idiot, and we catch you, then, then he says, Johnny, we'll impound your car? Who, you? The Malibu <laughs> government? What, what are you talking about? Well, isn't isn't it a general rule, Mr. Mayor, in Los Angeles, in general, if you drive like an idiot, you'll be ticketed for exhibition of speed, and there is the chance that... Isn't that everywhere? Yeah, but it's, it, he's saying he's threatening. It's extra enforcement. But they, the other thing is, if people are coming to a show... And to park. They're not coming to, like, drag race. They're coming to, like, not drive. They're literally coming there so they can sit off the road safely in a parking lot. And then you're not going to let them do that. Then they're going to be angry and get in their cars and, you know, drive away. Yeah. You know, I can only speak from my experience. The people at the show are not the people driving like idiots in the canyon. Sorry. Let's just wrap this up. Listen. Kimberly, do you know where these impromptu classic car <laughs> meetups are going to happen if they have to relocate? <laughs> You should see this guy's face. <laughs> he looks so clueless about the automotive. Do you know where these yeah. guys will have to go? If, uh, is, uh, that, uh, is that really the question? <laughs> is that really your best follow-up question? The other parking lot. They'll have the to other go parking there. lot. <laughs> well, so we asked the mayor, what does he think is going to happen next? And he says, you know, this is not something that is unique to this area. This happens in other areas, True. too. They take on a life of their own. They grow. True. And then at some point, they die down, and he's hoping that that's going to happen soon. That will not happen. (laughs) Sorry. I don't. And and again, I I say that observationally. That will not happen because 
For the last 70 years, people have enjoyed driving their cars around Malibu. For the last 70 years at least. Longer. Maybe longer, longer yeah, right? much longer. Much yes, longer. Mr. Mayor, I'm sorry. The funny part about that news lady, who's perfectly nice, very <laughs> lovely lady, I had a nice chat with her. She said, I need you to come out to Malibu. I said, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be on the news. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. But um, I, I go, why do you need me to come out to Malibu? I'm right here in Brentwood. You could just drive over. Uh, she goes, no, I'm doing a live spot there. And so the shot you guys can't see is her standing in front of a pile of dirt. <laughs> She's doing a live spot in front of a pile of dirt in Malibu. That's Malibu dirt. That's, That's dirt. Malibu dirt. Let's talk about Raycon. Uh, yeah. Let's do an ad. <laughs> And then we'll get into it. All right, Raycon, it's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today you can save big on a gift they're going to use every day. Raycon Wireless Buds. We love these things. My son uh, stole mine, as you know. The kids all took our wireless buds. Raycon, please give us some more. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and comfortable noise isolating fit, you can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. The audio quality is amazing comparable to what you get from other premium brands except Raycon starts at half the price half price the new everyday buds come with three new sound profiles to make sure you're listening to sounds it's uh, that sound it's best with just the right amount of bass you got pure mode balanced mode and bass mode yeah I got the same modes for my flatulence Zuckerman quiet <laughs> what I'm getting married, did I tell you? Raycon <laughs> offers eight hours of playtime and 32-hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic, and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Hey, I'm getting a call now. <laughs> tell me about them fucking checks. Yeah, give me the money. So this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls or music or for work and play at home or on the go or pick up a pair for yourself. Trust me, you're going to like them. Call to action is this by Raycon. Um, you got to go to buyraycon.com slash spike911. This is a microsite, so it's raycon.com slash spike911. You'll unlock exclusive deals for up to 20% off on your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time only. You don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash spike911, buyraycon.com slash spike911. Yeah. I hate you, Spike. I hate Suckerman. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I love having Suckerman on the show. But it's so much fun to replace him on the show for a show. Like, and, and I'm energized right now. Just you came, are. You're, you're like... Uh, you're, I just came out of a writing... This is like, you know, we did three hours of writing this morning, and, and, and it gets you rep. And you just sit, and you drink coffee, and you, your mind gets I'm nice... I'm missing the coffee. I, 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 I missed nice up on that. I need, I need the coffee. Yesterday, uh, uh, Johnny Lieberman and I were at the California Festival of Speed. Yeah. Um, I want to thank Vanita for inviting us out. Um we were the uh, featured VIPs. Um, along with that Porsche girl. Along with that Porsche girl. Very delightful. I had not met her before. She yeah, was really uh-huh. cool. Uh, uh, who else did we see there? We saw... My uh, doppelganger. Justin... Uh, <laughs> oh, Justin Bell was there. Justin Bell was there. It was yeah, nice to see him Death only Sushi. for a second. Yeah. It was a little, you know, it was, it was, you know, we, we were brought in. It's, it's at Fontana. What is that? The Speedway. The California Speedway. Speedway. California Speedway. Which is, I forgot how big these NASCAR tracks, I mean, that that's a, a big one. Giant, that's a two-mile giant oval. Yeah, that's arena a monster. and yeah. track, and uh, they, we have a private suite for you guys, you go up there, and then it was just a bunch of people in an airless room with no masks. And <laughs> 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 I was like, I don't know if you could tell, but I was kind of like, oh, hey, it's a, hey, Joe, hey, Spike, oh, hi, Justin, okay, <laughs> British guy. Stay, keep your distance, and you know I could see little Jack looking up. Like, oh, you always tell me I gotta wear a mask. How come? How come these guys aren't right? So I, right. I, I get out of that room 
fairly quickly. Oh, you did. <laughs> yes. You were quick. You were on the roof. I was like, is there an seconds. outdoor yeah, yeah. place? I can look. Um, but you know what was fun about it? It was uh, the you remember how big the Porsche community is and how diverse it is as far as. You know, we're a bunch of guys that drive our cars around the west side of L.A. and show them. These guys are all racers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, And they're just, you can just see, they're just, some of those guys were old. Oh, very ancient. Ancient. <laughs> ancient. And they yeah. just love it, yeah, right? they were going this, for it. Oh, one guy, go- we were talking to one guy, he, uh, something happened, his, like, taillights fell out. And he was like, God dang it, that just means I, I I'm done for tomorrow. I can't run anymore. I'm like, well, this is a solvable <laughs> problem, sir. You're in Los Angeles, and you need a 993 taillight. Like, they grow on trees, you know. And he's like, ah. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it was cool. And it, it was um, – I, of course, brought the Mercedes because, you know. <laughs> that was weird. It's a nice car, but it was weird. It was a CLK 63 Black Series. But why but isn't this a – wasn't it a Porsche event it's a Porsche or am event. I wrong? I, you know, I, I just I, – I don't want to go along, you know, and they, they said, hey, would you would you be a celebrity guest? So I thought it would be cute if I got a car out of the Classic Center. And Mercedes was totally into it. They're like, oh, we have to bring a Mercedes to a Porsche event. But it's the kind of Mercedes that Porsche guys love. So it was, it was cool. <clears throat> I drove Zuckerman's GT2 RS. On the track. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? How was because that? Because I had young Jack with me, the twelve-year-old, who you know, I'll be honest with you guys, he's at that age, he doesn't want to hang out with dad anymore. And uh, I said, I'm going to this thing tomorrow, and he goes, Can I come? Will we race? And I went, Yes, <laughs> not knowing what we were even going to. And um, we ended up doing a parade lap, right? We we sat in line with everybody, and we waited to go out. And uh, you know, I was kind of you know rolling my eyes at it, but it was really. You know, the second you get onto an oval and you see that big bank turn and you're, you know, we're do, we were doing 80. We, yeah. we slowed down a little bit and popped it up to 110. But it really was fun. Yeah, Even banking is Yeah, the it best. was just yeah. fun. Yeah. It was just fun. And, I, and uh, you know, I met SCR fans like you did and, uh, you know, a nice fella from Phoenix and who had a great Hamilton watch choice. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, and he's like, yeah, no, I listen to you guys, and, you know, that's, that's why I got this one. I can't afford the Rolex. And I go, you know what? That, that's a cooler watch anyways. It looks great. And then I, I said, let me just talk, talk to you about, because he was asking about what the what the lapping was like and did I like the GT2 RS. And I said, you know, I'd never been on a track in that car, and it was the first time it felt like I was in a space that matched what was cap- the car was capable of. Yeah, oh, that first of all, that car could have done 190 around that track. Like, yeah, but easy. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so overpowered oh, for yeah. city streets. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, immediately, again, I had that moment of why is there not a race car in our collection? Something that's got the right wheels and tires, that sole purpose is to, to go to events like this mm-hmm. and open up and have some fun. You should. You should yeah. get a couple of them, yeah. Right. Um, so I mean, when you when you were doing that, Laura and I, this, that Porsche girl's name Laura. So we went up in the tower, the big massive tower, like a hundred stories up. Yep. And we were just having fun. It was actually pretty fun. We were making fun of you, and I think you heard us. Yeah, Jack said, I think I just heard your name over the loudspeaker. <laughs> and I rolled the window down. I heard it. He goes, Spike loves hugs. Spike loves kisses. Spike. Well, the, guy, the guy's like, so if you see Johnny and Laura walking around, he actually kept saying that Porsche lady. If you see that Porsche lady, yeah. that Porsche broad. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Don't don't shake my hand. But Spike loves it. Give him a hug. Give him a kiss. He loves all that. That was funny. Yeah. But you know no one was listening to it. Everybody I, I sits racing. Yeah, I have no idea what was happening. But Marco was there. I missed him. Marco Girassi was there from yeah. TLG. TLG. Yeah, he yeah. did. That, that's how it worked itself out. I started getting texts from people I knew there. And I wanted to stay longer. And I had to leave. But um, 
Anyway, it was a great yeah, event. It was a fun. really fun event. Super fun. Super fun. Lots of folks reached out and uh, asked about it, and uh, that's what we have to say about it next year. Um, Actually, it's done. This is it. That's that was the, it? That's the last one. So the speedway, the rumor is that speedway is being demolished, and it's going to become a half-mile oval. So it's going to go from two miles to a half-mile um, because they want to build houses in that parking lot or something cockamamie like that. That said, NASCAR hasn't given them permission to get rid of the track yet, so it's kind of in limbo. But that's yeah, supposedly it's the last uh, festival of speed, which is which is or California festival of speed, which is too bad because you know if you're into Porsches, it's like heaven. It's you know yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But they they also have that really great kart racing school there too, which they really do. Love. Remember remember when you met your buddy there? There was a guy who looked just like you. I'm, I'll put oh, the picture Jonah. up. Yeah 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 Jonah yeah yeah Jonah Nolan. Was, no, 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 no. I mean the guy with oh, the beard. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. yeah. My doppelganger. Your doppelganger <laughs> was there. Was wearing the same shirt. That yeah, was yeah. Look at, look at my Instagram feed right now and swipe to the right and you're going to see the picture. Um, that guy has not looked in the mirror recently. Alex uh, Berman. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah, Alex. He doesn't even know what he looks like. Um, that beard has been growing out in yours for over a year and uh, it's a hot new thing for you for a minute. But here's what I'm going to suggest. Now that it's uh, hot outside, you guys need to tame those bad boys and Harry's can help. Didn't know I was going there, did you? Heading back into the office. Time to get back that fresh, clean, all-business look. Let Harry's help. Your morning routine, shower, shave, and, well, you know, Harry's can make two out of the three easier and better. If you don't know Harry's, it's time to. Harry's was created to be different from other shaving companies. Harry's crafts high-quality, long-lasting blades and durable weighted handles that make a close, comfortable shave. Quick, dare we say, enjoyable. I shave my head with them. (laughs) Yes, you do, Zuckerman, because you lost your... I lost my hair when I was six years old. Wow, that's really young to lose them, Zuckerman. And because Harry's insists that you shouldn't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price, they give you both. Refilled blades start as low as two bucks. Easy decision, even easier. New Harry's customers get their starter set, which includes a five-blade razor-weighted handle foaming gel. Uh, aloe and a travel cover. It's a $13 value, all for just three dollars. Have I given you hairy stuff yet? No, I don't shave. Oh, you don't shave anything? I do. I do a little bit. I mean, I have what no do you have to stuff. do to your beard? Don't you do a beard trim? I, I go to a barber and they, they cut my beard for me. The barber does? Yeah. Does he wear a hazmat suit? Yeah. Uh, Harrys.com. No, wait, no, no. <laughs> no. Harrys.com forward slash spike 911. Uh, that's where you need to go. Another microsite, harrys.com forward slash spike 911. You'll get a, uh, their starter kit for just three bucks. Wow. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed, so you've got nothing to lose. Go to harrys.com forward slash spike 911 right now to get your special offer, harrys.com slash spike 911. And it's H A R R Y S. You know, if you don't read an ad exactly right, they make you do it again. They do. They do. This is known. Uh, and then I, I generally don't do it, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, how I, they must be selling ads all over the place. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. They don't really need us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have any music for you for what's Johnny driving. Ah. Um, well, I'm well, driving. maybe, well, maybe I can, maybe I could find some. Music. All right. I'll, 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 I have two this week, so I'll start with the Mercedes and switch to the other one when you find the music. So Mercedes CLK 63 black series, um, it's the best. It's, well, this was the car you brought yesterday, this is the right? Car I brought and, and, and tell everybody how you got this car. I called Mercedes, and it, it's from the Classic Center, which is so uh, you have the ability, like going to a public library, yes. to remove yes. a Mercedes from the Classic Center. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. It's awesome. Um, and this, I just, I'm so in love with this car. Second one I've driven. I've driven this one before. And then I, uh, uh, this guy I met up at another illicit car show. Uh, let me drive his. 
Um, but it is it's the it's the first real like oh my god it can handle AMG. It was Tobias Moore, who is now the CEO of Aston Martin, but when he was the chief engineer of AMG, this was his baby. It's a 500 horsepower, 6.2 liter naturally aspirated V8. It has the best steering, almost the best steering of any car in the world. It it it's just like even even on the freeway in a straight line, you you just feel everything working through the steering wheel, and it's just it's just shocking how good it is. And uh, yeah, my wife and I went to a party, a Halloween party last night in it, and I was telling her, I'm like, listen, babe, if you want this marriage to last, this is what it's going to cost you. You got to get me one of these. This <laughs> really? Is, so you oh, would yeah. buy one of these? Oh, in a heartbeat. I mean, the, the the problem is, it was 138 grand new. Right. They did dip down to 70. Uh, they're now up to way over 138,000. So it's I, I miss the boat uh, for a cheap one, but I I'm I'm in love, and this one's red. Uh, lunar red, I think, and yeah, um, yeah. Here it is on your Instagram. Almost none of them are red; they're usually black. It's not the best looking thing that I've seen. It's aggressive and cool, though. I mean, and it's, it's a two thousand eight, two thousand eight, and it was funny. You know, driving to your house, a woman pulled out in a regular, uh, you know, same same front end uh, C class from that era, and just right, like, right. like it, it's the same. You know, Mister Peanut headlights, but then. You know, it's just, it's so, such a hot rod. It's like the, the fenders are flared out a foot and it's got holes in it and it's just, it's just the best. I love that thing. But that's not what we're here to talk about, what no, I drove. No, no, You had a very, yes. very cool special car on your Instagram I went last week. to COVID land, aka Texas, and <laughs> <laughs> a mask-free state if there ever was one. I was literally the only person. I was waiting in line for a rental car. I was the only person in a mask. We're indoors. Was there a separate line for people like you? No, 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 no. But everyone was like, "Oh, why is he wearing a mask? Must be sick." <laughs> um, but uh, it's kind of like yesterday's event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but anyways, I drove this thing, Spike, uh, the Pagani Waira R. So we're <clears throat> gonna make thirty. This is the prototype. I thought uh, you said twenty-eight. Uh, uh, 14 are coming to the U.S. Total of 30 will be sold. They're all sold. Okay. Over $3 million each. Track only. Uh, it's an all-new vehicle. It shares nothing in common with the actual Waira, including the engine. The engine is built by HWA, who builds, like, if Mercedes does, like, DTM cars, uh, HWA builds those engines. Um, it is a 6-liter, naturally aspirated, 48-valve V12, revs to 9,200 RPM, Makes 850 horsepower, and the car probably weighs 2,700 pounds. So I got to do... Yeah, they have it in kilograms. 1050. That's the dry weight. So that's 2,400 pounds. So that means no fluid. So if you put in you know, oil and brake fluid and gasoline and, and it has fire suppression, all that stuff, I'm, I'm going to say that's 300 pounds. Um, it is... I did five laps of Coda. So it's a big F1 track, you know, three and a half mile track. Um, it was awesome. It was just, it was the, it was, it's just, you gotta, you gotta hear it. It, it, The thing sounds like, you know, in Game of Thrones, when the, when the dragons go, and they burn people. I probably can, I can do it. Is it on your Instagram? It is on my Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you had a starting sequence. Don't forget that, that one, that one blew the mic out. There's one after, it's, uh, it's, uh, not that one, uh, down, it's other way. Scroll other direction. Scroll other direction. Right there. There. That one. Yeah. Can you do that? If you can make this happen. Sure, sure. This is an that. iPhone in the middle of pit lane. Wow. It's insane. It, it, Listen, yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah.
Wow. That's one car. That's one car by itself. It, it's just insane. Where is that high pitch? Sound? It's a big V12. I mean, V12s are very high pitched. You know, they're they're 60, 65 degrees, whatever they are. They make yeah, that yeah. great noise, and it's basically straight pipe. Now, I should mention that noise you heard. It had two silencers on the exhaust because they got in trouble in Europe. They were testing just actual straight pipes, right. and so Horatio was like, "I don't want to." bring the car out and them say we can't run it so he put silent that's with silencers <laughs> that's what it sounds like and it was it was a real treat and apparently for whatever reason i'm the only journalist they're going to let drive it and i got to drive it and it was it was just highlight of a career you know what i mean it was it was that good and uh full story will be on motor trend next week something like that uh, if we get the pictures in time. Is that going to be a customer car, or is that just... I believe the... that's the prototype. So that, that one will just stay with Pagani. Maybe they'll sell it. But I, I, they're either going to build 29 more or 30 more. And again, it's like 2.6 million euros before you know options, and they're all sold. And it's it's unbelievable. Completely handmade. Total race car. It's got like... Forgive me for asking, yeah, but yeah. where do they make these things? In Italy. In, in, Italy. in, uh, in uh, Marinello, Modena, right, right where Ferrari and Lamborghini are. Really? Um, yeah, Horatio Pagani, who was there, who I was hanging out with, and he, you know, he, the night before, he's like, he doesn't really speak English, but he he breaks conversation. We were talking about the LMO02, because he was like one of the engineers on that. He used to work for Lamborghini. And he goes, he just breaks. He goes, Johnny, don't crash it. Just don't crash it. I go, I won't. He goes, just, okay, but don't crash it. Thank and, you, uh, Captain Obvious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I was planning to up until this moment, Mr. Pagani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I won't now pass the horseradish. Mm. Thank you. Hey. But it was, it's just such a – and it's a real race car. I mean, like so, like the way you put it into first gear or the way you start it up, right? You hit the main ignition. Then you hit the secondary ignition. Then you hear all the pumps start whirring, and that's moving oil and coolant around, right? And then you hit uh, the start button on the little yoke steering wheel, and it goes... Yeah, yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, fires to life. And then you hit you you pull, you you hit drive and then that you know sorry sorry you pull the you pull the right paddle that puts it in first gear and drive what it does is it closes the clutch and so you have 15 seconds to start rolling and if you don't it opens the clutch cuz they don't want it to accidentally roll um, and then you start rolling you hit the pit button so it'll keep your pit speeds under 60 kilometers an hour get on the track turn off that and then you have an 850 horsepower fire breathing Dragon. I mean, it's it's just wow. just the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like you know, and you're strapped in five point harness. Everything's carbon fiber. You have a little tiny racing steering wheel, and yeah, and it's like it's just nuts. I mean, my my first lap when we were kind of going slow, I was being paced by this pro driver Jamie Morrow and another Pagani. First lap on the back straight, we saw a hundred. I don't know, we saw two hundred. 79 kilometers an hour. So that's like 175, 180. First lap. I mean, just fucking around. And I wasn't paying attention how fast I was going, but it was it's just insane. Just absolutely wow. insane. Yeah. Wow. Just so cool. So Yeah, they're cool cars, you know. Yeah. That's always like I I never really gave them a thought and then the enthusiasm from my kids and the, the younger generation I go, oh, no, I kinda get it. And you had one earlier and the only time I'd ever see them. Is at that hotel on Wilshire in Beverly Hills. On Mr. Cecil's or whatever? Yeah, you come out of the Nike store, and it's right next door to that fancy hotel, and there'd be a Pagani sitting there, or this thing with a Pagani. I'm like, what is that? Who's buying these things? Yeah, and they're, I mean, look, they're all, you know, three or four million. That one that I brought to Malibu was, that was a four million dollar one. Right. That's the Roadster BC. That was actually, so that, that car, that Roadster BC that I drove, 
that was the car that set the production car lap record at Spa Franker Champs. Um, it was went quicker than a McLaren Senna. So they're legit. I mean, they they are this beautiful rolling piece of artwork, but they also really do perform. They're really light. They're really powerful. But that one, you know, has two turbochargers to make the power. This doesn't. This just has a V12 that revs out to forever. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, just awesome. But anyways, so that Jamie was in that car, the RBC, pacing me. And I was following him, so I got to copy his lines. And it was just awesome. It was just uh, unbelievable. If you don't have $3 million for a new Pagani. <laughs> or maybe you do have $3 million, but you just can't get on that list. Go to collectingcars.com. Especially if you're in Canada, because they just opened up a new office in Toronto. And uh, they're ready to take on that Canadian car market as the 24-7 online auction platform eyes up global expansion. The Collecting Cars team in Toronto kicked off things. They had a cars and coffee up there. Guess what? They were allowed to. Oh, yeah? The mayor didn't <laughs> shut them down? The mayor hasn't shut it down yet. Yet. Um, yeah, by the way, I mean, I've, I've been thinking. I'm sorry, Collecting Cars. I'll keep doing your ad in a minute. We love you. Um, maybe now's the time for me to approach the landlord's um, the goofball mayor of Malibu um, and uh, the people of Malibu and Bill and say why don't you let me run this why don't you why don't we figure this out together why don't you allow us to gather for a couple hours every Sunday and then we'll be sure everybody is gone by say 9 o'clock an hour before you open what about that could we all do that together could we like Churchill, like Yalta, could we all come together <laughs> in, a, in a location to be determined and work this out with translators? Do I get to come? Yeah, I gotta be there. If you're all in one room together, I'm gonna gas all of you, including you, Ferriston. Suckerman. Um, but don't you think that's where this should go? Yes, I'll, I'll tell right? you. Right, and, 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 and I gotta finish with collecting cards, yeah, yeah, right? Then I'll tell you a story. Yeah, yeah. What? All right, go ahead. Well, no, when I was in high school, my band, we were very loud. It was a punk rock band in a garage. And, yep. and somebody, the neighbor, called the cops on us. And what we did was we went door to door and we just, you know, like, hi, we're that horribly loud band. And we, was, we found out it was this one old lady. And we're like, instead of calling the cops, call. His mom called Nick's mom, and she'll tell us to shut up. Right. You know? And it, it worked. We never had the cops come again. It was, right. It was a great Here's solution. The only issues that I haven't worked out is we would have to hire security, and we'd have to figure out a way to get everybody out of there. But, again, I, I have yet to meet the uh, the, the idiot. Uh, there have been one or two idiots. That Aventador guy that, that Farrah talked about who was parked in the Tesla charging area. <laughs> <laughs> claiming to the police that, you yeah. know, his car was hybrid. Yeah. But... I think that could be the direction of this. I don't know if I have the time to do that, but but That's I think it's a lot that, of work, yeah. Yeah, but it might be worth doing just to 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 make everybody happy. We don't want the people of Malibu unhappy. We don't want no. the store owners unhappy. We we just want to be able to go and get cars and you know, I feel like at this point we have to apologize for our popularity, you know. It, now I don't know. But I think that's what I might suggest to the mayor and what to if, the landlord. Like Bruce Meyer just bought everything there. That was suggested. <laughs> okay, was it? Yeah. People <laughs> seem to have this opinion of us that we have the ability. Not you, t- Bruce, who owns Rodeo oh, no, Drive. No, no, me. They says you guys should just buy that place. Let me, let me. Can I just tell you something? I know the numbers, the actual numbers for the one lot where Marmalade is. What yeah. these guys paid a few years ago. It is. It, it, the number was so astronomically high, I I was like, they they won't be able to make money even if they put a brand name in every storefront. That's how much money is out there, how much that land is worth. It right, was, right. it was, 
if I'm not mad, God, I thought it was just that one lot was $100 million. Mm. It was crazy, these numbers, right? So they're valuable. And by the, and, and it's still, that's why that landlord argument of, hey, you're, you're whole, the businesses, that's bullshit. <laughs> the only way that I can see that those businesses are making money is Chipotle, which is a national chain, and that shop is a billboard for them. Sure. They're not... They're not turning a profit in that spot. Anyways, collecting cars. Um, if you don't have that Pagani money, go to collectingcars.com. I'm they'd sell, they'd I'm, sell a Pagani. They'd sell a Pagani. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let me look, see if there's one. They've got a Lamborghini <laughs> Aventador. They've got a nice 2000 Subaru Impreza WRX STI Type R Version oh, yeah. 6 Limited yeah. with goldy wheels. Mm. They've got watches. Look at that. They've got an 89 uh, Alfa Romeo 75 3-liter V6. They've got cool stuff here all the time. Lancia Delta, HF, Integrale, Cat 8V. They've got an 89 Land Rover 90 pickup. Oh, that's cool. Mm. And a nice Lambretta scooter. Cool stuff. All of those things that I just mentioned would get you peace and love at the Malibu car show that does not exist. Collectingcars.com. Go check it out right now. Sign up for their newsletter. And uh, look at this rally car. Wow. Look at that uh, Ford 68. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anglia? Anglia. Yeah, RS105E Rally Car Group 4 spec. Group 4. I, I've never even seen one of those before. That's mm-hmm. why you go to collectingcars.com. They've got cool, cool things. Johnny, we've done 48 minutes. Well, we can we can do, do a little. more. We can do a few more. Yeah. What else do you have to talk about? I'm out of things to talk about. You're out of things to talk about. Yeah. Mm. But this is all on you. Whatever you got. <laughs> I just want to talk about that Pagani. Hey, you were out of things to talk about 10 years ago, so it's Zuckerman. Please. <laughs> we could just do dueling Zuckerman impersonations. <laughs> yeah. Zuckerman. Yeah. Zuckerman. You know, his car. No, I, I got nothing. I well, got nothing. I was, I was no. I, I, You know, by the way, if you're a manufacturer and you're PR people, you're all over the place, start sending me cars. I do have time to drive stuff. I'm not the type of person who will request them. Um but if you want me to drive your stuff, send it to me. Shoot me an email or DM me on Instagram, and I'll drive it. I'm happy to hear. It. I'm happy for Johnny to drive it and review it. He does a better job. But if was... you want to know what a dad in Brentwood thinks about your stuff, <laughs> send it to me. Well, I was going to say I was talking a little bit to Zuckerman about that uh, black series that's parked out front, and how that's a very him car that he should add to his. Ever expanding collection. We have been discussing Mercedes at length. There's yeah, a lot of Mercedes talk going on right that's now. That's the one because it's it's not officially the first Black Series. There was an SLK 55 Black Series, but that was really more of like a body kit. This was the first one that was like tuned to drive like a DTM racer. Um, although they actually made a CLK DTM, I forget how few of them they made. That's like that's a whole other add a zero to the price type thing. Um, but this would be a very good Zuckerman car, especially in red, because there just aren't any. There's, I think they made ten in red or something. Um, just a wicked, wicked cool car. We're, you know, we're just getting so excited about all the new uh, Porsche stuff that's coming along. You know how eerily silent it's quiet right now in the Porsche news world right now. Yeah, you I know, actually, we laid out that GT1 thing. Uh, I, I talked to someone who's in the know, and I heard a couple other little tidbits that I was asked not to chat about, but that got me damn excited. Um, well, when the, is the next car going to be announced? When is the next thing? <laughs> LA Auto Show in two weeks. Um, uh, oh, but it's, oh. It, but it's going to be the GT4 RS. That's that's the car. That's, yeah. And and then um, I don't know if I can say that. I'll say it. What are they going to do? Uh, they're going to do the Club Sport Racer. So if you're talking about how you wanted a, really? a, a dedicated track car, the next Club Sport 
will be based on the the GT4 uh, RS. That so could be it. That could be it because that'll be it'll kick butt. It'll be very easy to drive for a race car. Yeah. Um, and then they have a couple other things I'm not going to mention, but no, but the, the 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 GT1 or whatever it's going to be the next the next 918 the next uh, you have Carrera some GT. information on that. You no. can't say it here. But no, you... no, no. All I have is that it's not going to be at L.A. It's going to be Geneva. So that'll be March. When it, that of if, next year. if something happens, it's not going to be. A, I know what they're going to have at the L.A. show, and it's Can not. Can you that. imagine? It'll be great in Geneva. Yeah. If they, announce you should come. Have you been to Geneva? Do you know I haven't gotten on a plane since the pandemic started? But I mean, before the pandemic, have you been to the Geneva show? I'm... That's the show. Like car shows. I would love kinda... to. Car shows. I would love kinda... to do all of it, Johnny. Do you know the only appearance I made was at the uh, this uh, festival of speed? Festival of speed. <laughs> and as I was driving up there, I'm going, "What am I doing? I'm busy. <laughs> like I'm literally working seven days a week right now. I can't do this." But I, I would go. I, I in, in, in the spring, hypothetically, where 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 we have cameras and we have studios going. And... I was just, you know, like the I went to that Munich show and it was just kind of a bust. That was not a good car show. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. L.A. I think is going to be kind of a bust. So you think Geneva? There'll be an announcement. Geneva's okay. always, yeah. Geneva's the show. Like if it you, is. If you're a European car manufacturer, especially supercars, you launch them in Geneva. Like, you know. The Valkyrie launched there. The Yesco launched there. Uh, you know the the Chiron launched there, and it's and it the the press days there are hysterical because it's all you know American European press, and then just like Russian oligarchs who somehow get press passes and they walk around in like the most somehow the most obnoxious, disgusting clothing you've ever seen. Yeah, like diamond encrusted Gucci jackets with their you know fully it's, inflated. It's hard to girlfriend. get that buzz. It's like heroin addicts. You got to keep putting more heroin in the needle. Yeah, right. You got to yeah. keep putting more money on your body. Yeah. Otherwise, you start <laughs> to not feel special. Yeah. Poor billionaires. Again, uh, yeah. you know, if you're a billionaire and you need to get together with other guys, it's that club we talked about, RS30 or MS13. I mean, yeah, just, MS13. just find the MS13 in your neighborhood. And but I have out. a feeling, I, this is, you know, just as far as interesting car shows go, Geneva will be the last man standing. Um, I think it's just... What do you it, mean? I just, like I said, that Munich show, I, if, I, if they asked me again, do you want to go? I, I just wouldn't go. I used to love to go because that was the first year it was Munich, but it used to be either Frankfurt or Paris. And like, it was just great because there's a bunch of new cars and there was like nine cars total at the whole show and 1,500 bicycles because, you know, Germany, they're so into like green mobility or whatever. And it was just a boring, you know, I'm into cars and it was a boring ass car show. But Geneva <laughs> is like, I mean, it's, if you go, Spike, it's like there's you 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 walk onto the Pagani booth, right, and yeah. then next to it is the Bugatti booth, and across from it is the Koenigsegg booth, and there's there's uh, Pininfarina, and there's Lamborghini and Porsche, and they're all just kind of on top of each other in this tiny little you know auditorium, and it's fantastic. It's like it's it's it's, it's, it's the best. I love Geneva, so I'm hoping that you know there's gonna be a lot of news um, out of Geneva this year, but I think. That, uh, that that if that Porsche exists, that's where it's going to happen. Wow, that's what's going to happen. If if it does, if, it um, does. I want to know about. Is there going to be another GT2 RS? That's what I'm really waiting to find out. There will be. There will definitely be more powerful 911s coming. Um, the other thing is, I'm going next two weeks. I'm going to Italy to drive. I don't even know the name of it, but whatever's going to replace the Uricon. Uh, I'm going to go drive that, and it'll be like a six-month embargo. I won't be able to talk about it till April or something crazy like that, the driving impression. But they're going to show that 
at Geneva. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked on that. I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be some kind of cool supercar. I want to thank our sponsors, Raycon, CollectingCars.com, and Harry. I also want to wish uh, Derek Bell. Derek Bell, mm. one of our treasures. Uh, he's 80 years old. Happy birthday, Derek Bell. Look at him. Look at this guy. Thank you, Spike. <laughs> I love your show. I love you. I'm not crazy about Suckerman, but thank you. He's, he's a great he's seen dude. Me in huh? my underwear. That's uh, why. What I, do you mean? I, I did. Uh, I did the Goodwood Festival of Speed a couple years ago, and uh, I just the, I was driving one of the cars up the hill. I was driving this awesome Jaguar, this old race car from '75. And uh, I, I'm like, where do I get changed? And they're like, oh, you go into the driver's club and get changed. And I'm walking in. They're like, where's your driver's club wristband? I go, what driver's club wristband? And they're like, you can't come in. And then it's like the whole Jag team's like, Johnny, get dressed. So I'm like, fuck it. And I just like, you know, drop trowel. And I look up and there's Derek Bell and uh, the king, uh, Richard Petty. They're staring at me because <laughs> I'm standing in my boxers in front of this car. It was awesome. But, but that's, that's Justin's dad who we were talking about earlier. All right, man. I'm going to take us out with little uh, Jimi Hendrix. This is one of the other albums we had. Drifting. Yeah, baby. Drifting. Into the end of Wednesday. We'll see you guys next week on Spike's Car Radio. On a lifeboat. Selling for. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian.